just call up my and All right, hello. Hello, get your energy up. Let's go, Emma. Who's Red Podcast? Emma Arnold is. Welcome to Couples Gay. I'm Arnold and Edge. And Emma, bless her heart. Is exhausted. So it's just slogging through this day. I'm so she tired. She had to be convinced to even have a cumber fucking station. <laughs> I'm so tired. Why are you tired, Emma? Oh my god, I got home from Denver yesterday, and, and how long were you in Denver? Seven years. And, and no, and it, it's not. We had, I had so much fun in Denver, and the shows were great. And thank you so much to Sexpot Comedy for do, doing everything for us and taking care of us. Um, and for letting us crash at their office because, uh, we didn't do a lot of planning and they let us just sleep at their office, but I slept on a sofa bed all week and like the kind with all the springs and stuff. Oh, is there another kind? Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it you was You just have so, to say sofa bed and we all relate. It was so like tear inducingly uncomfortable. <laughs> I woke up at five every morning and just got up because I was like, that's all I can take for now. It was like an enhanced interrogation technique sofa bed. And it got to the point where, um, so then by like the third day, I was like, I'll just sleep on the couch. And it wasn't a very big couch. Jeff was sleeping in the other room on an air mattress that was deflating. And so we would take turns not, not sleeping. So the other person could sleep. We had a rough, a little bit of a rough week. Um, and then I came home and I, the kids started school yesterday and I had to come home and, you know, make dinner and make lunch and get everybody's stuff together and blah, 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 and then get everybody to school this morning. And then I was like, all, all I've, all I've been looking forward to all summer, all summer is I've been like that first day that I'm home, they're all going to be at school and I'm going to have the house to myself and it's going to be so quiet. And so I dropped off my kids this morning and I was like, it's finally here. The day I've been Today's waiting for for three months. Here it is. And I came before I came back to the house. Also, part of that is is I haven't taken an uninterrupted crap in three <laughs> fucking months. Every time I go to poop, somebody pounds on the door and is like, Mom and I'm like, just please, like four and a half minutes. I'm not a long pooper. I don't need like 45 minutes. Every time I go to poop, I get interrupted. And so today I was like, I'm gonna go home, I'm gonna poop. It's gonna be so quiet. No one's gonna interrupt me. And I was pooping, and I I had, like, four missed calls, and I finally answered my phone and was like, what? And my teenager had gotten into a car accident. Not not bad, just a little fender bender, and was like, I need you to go. And it was just down the street, luckily. But So I had to, like, rush down there and take care of her little car accident thing, and it was just... Then the guy, there was like almost no damage to her to his car, but he called the cops anyway, and she got a oh, citation, perfect. and she was wrecked. You know, it was her first time dealing with any of it. She was just wrecked and just bawling, and when I showed up, she was hysterical, and he was being such a dick. He was just being such a frat boy piece of, like, he was an older, like, he's probably 30s, you know? Not comforting her, not being like, hey, it's not a big deal. Everybody gets an accident. It's like being all big man stomp around, you know, like, oh, well, you really fucked up here, little miss. So, you know, kind of, he didn't say that, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, that attitude. Yeah. And just being a real piece and calling the cops. And she, I was like, you're a real piece of shit. So I stood over and audibly made fun of her, him to her the entire time <laughs> until he was about to shame crouch behind his 1999 Toyota Corolla that apparently was a big fucking deal. <laughs> And he needed to get the cops to come and verify that these scratches on the bumper were this young woman's fault. Oh, he's such a such a seriously. Dork. As you know, I have a vintage Jaguar. Yeah, and I got rear-ended in January. I did not call the cops. Yeah, you know, yeah. like we just exchanged insurance information. For the record, I have still not gotten my tail light fixed. <laughs> but 
Like, just fucking be an adult person. Be, be an adult. And handle and, your shit and with some fucking shit. kindness She's, and consideration. She was, and it was, she, um, it was really sunny. She pulled out, and it was really sunny, and she couldn't see, and she she was going to pull over very smartly was going to pull into a, uh, you know, like a little turn off area and accidentally hit him and didn't even hit him that hard. It wasn't going very fast. She, you know, she crunched her car a little bit, but oh my God, he was just such an asshole. And for the record, his name was Tanner <laughs> because of course it was Tanner. Right. <laughs> and I can't tell you what his last name was, but just think about like an eighties villain from, you know, like a 1980s movie villain who owns like who's shutting down the ski lodge? His like third tier sidekick, sidekick who's in the way back. That was this dude in ten years, and he was just oh god, he's such an asshole. So that was his last name was something that rhymes with dash, and is super racy sounding. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you later. It was a bad day, yeah, I'm and not then doing it. and then I was like, that's okay. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna eat some breakfast and and blah blah blah, and I have counseling later, and I'll talk to my therapist. And I went and I sat in the office waiting room for a little bit, and finally the receptionist came over and was like, it's Wednesday, sweetie. Your appointments are always on Tuesday, and I was like, oh my god, I look crazy right now because my hair was all wild because I slept on it wet, and I was there on the wrong day, and I looked so nuts, and I was like, oh. <laughs> So you Sorry. were supposed to be there yesterday? Well... Now you gotta wait another week? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so... Hey, was, Chip. Hi, Chip. We'll do that later. It was so... It was so rough. I'm yeah. so sorry. That does sound rough. And then I was like, hey, you wanna do a podcast? I've seen you in forever. And I had to... I picked up my kids and accidentally took them to the grocery store with me. I picked up... Our our nanny um wasn't able, so I had to go pick up everybody. I had to pick up all five kids, and then I went to the grocery store. And then while I was at the grocery store, I was like, what are you doing? What kind of amateur hour bullshit is this? You're at the fucking grocery store with all these kids, like, trying to be like, guys, please stop pushing. Stop touching each other. Please don't, please don't move anything. Can we get this? Can we get this? Can you? Yeah. And I ended up just buying them everything that they asked for. We bought all this food from the deli. I was in near tears. By the way, I started my period today. So there's that, too. I'm just a wreck, Jocelyn. It's been a hard well, day. Well, I'm really glad that you're back. Me too. And I have no intentions of obligating you to anything other than sitting in front of a microphone. I can do chatting. that. chatting. 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 Yeah, so what do you want to talk about other than complaining? <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. Okay, we'll just do that. I don't have That's anything good. else. Well, That's we were going to talk about, um, is it okay to say that you're, 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 Understand someone? I think I think we should. I okay. think everybody will Guys. breathe a collective sigh of relief. <laughs> like Guys. finally, she's gonna stop about talking about being single all the time. I mean, I'm probably gonna be single again. No, I don't. <laughs> I refuse to accept it. Um, Pidge, guys, everybody, Pidge, seeing someone. Yeah, yeah. Dave from high school. Dave from high school, who we talked about, how she, the thing she hated was people from high school who expect you to remember them, and you're like, whatever, like, I even totally remember you. Then this guy turns out to be the best. The best. And you guys have been dating and having a very nice time. Yeah, yeah. And the best thing about him is that he's a capable person with, like, his shit together. Oh, man. Like, he can build stuff and Unicorn. fix stuff and then just, like, offers to do it. That's amazing. You know, without, like, having to ask. Like, he can bring, he'll bring over an entire cooler of food for dinner and be like, hey, I'm going to make dinner for you. What? Oh, my God. When you sent me, you sent me a text and you were like, Dave from high school is making me dinner. And then you sent me a picture of all the vegetables he had brought over that he had grown in, in his, his garden. Own garden. And I was like, What? <laughs> Never happened to me in my life. No. 
that somebody made dinner for me. I am always the person that's like, come over. I'll yeah. make a really, you know, something I've really never had, nice. I've never had anyone make me dinner. Let alone, like, come dating. over and bring everything and have thought of everything. Like, he remembered limes and cilantro. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just came. <laughs> and cilantro. Yeah. And then he's like, he looks at my mission rocker and he's like, oh, like, that's a really nice rocking chair. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of broken here on the sides. You can't really sit in it. And he's like, oh, I can fix it. Oh, boy. He's going to fix my rocker. Wow. And he mentioned he's going to bring his tools over this weekend. He's like, well, I'm going to come over Sunday. Can I bring my tools and fix a Fuck few things? Yeah. Um, yes, you can. That's the most attractive thing in a human being. And I want to make sure people realize, like, I don't expect men to be that way. No, no, no. I expect adults to be yeah. like, I could come over and fix your rocker if you were going to fuck me. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I remodeled two bathrooms by myself. I right. can lay tile. Like, I'm super capable. No, exactly. It's what not I a gender think it is, thing. is like that I have skills and talents that I'm willing to share. Yeah. And that has not been the situation in any relationship that I've been in in 10 years where somebody reciprocates that kind of behavior. Yeah. I really appreciate it because I am more than willing. I mean, I assembled a bunch of furniture for my kitchen this weekend by myself when he was out of town. So it's not like I need somebody to come over and fix stuff. Yeah. What is it? He's saying, I can do this thing and I see that you need this thing done. So I'm going to help you. Yeah. No, that's it. Or I'm going to do something that's going to make your life a little bit easier and nicer. And when you have somebody that like compliments your skill set, that's yeah. the best. Like somebody who's like, oh, I'm great at working on cars. And you're like, okay, awesome. I'm super great at gardening or yard it's work not or whatever. Super you know? put out. Yeah. Who isn't you know? like, ugh. Yeah. No, that's the best. Yeah. I know. I didn't, my ex was not super capable. And I always, you know, my stepdad had four girls, but he made sure we knew how to change our oil and that we were handy right. around the house and and so I ended up doing a lot of the maintenance and stuff and then after he moved out same thing I just remodeled the whole house on my own because I was like well <laughs> and you just you just watch a YouTube video like if you don't know how to do something I installed a sink by myself by just watching a YouTube video so yeah pretty much do anything now well my last boyfriend was the most inept of all inept people like he didn't even drive he didn't own a car never ever like I must have made him dinner, well, you know, twice a week for an entire year. Oh and he never once said, can I bring something? Oh, my God. Like, don't eat, you don't even have to cook. Just bring bread. Yeah. Just bring some fucking Say, bread. Oh, can I bring a bottle of wine? Never once. Jesus. He would bring things if I specifically said, hey, can you pick up cheddar? Was his cock like 11 inches long? Why <laughs> yes, put up? it was. Okay. <laughs> there we go. But still, but I was just still. like. You know, even if you have a big cock, I'm going to teach, make sure my kids know that. Hey, even if you have a big cock, you bring bread. <laughs> you bring some fucking bread. Or you know what? If, even if you don't bring something, offer to bring something. Yeah. Offer to bring something or make sure you do all the cleanup. Yeah. Or you get to that, that dance at the, when you go out to dinner. Yeah. Where the, you're like, oh, who's going to pay? Who's going to pay? Like went out on Friday night with Dave from high school and my sister and sister-in-law. He's never met them before. This is like our third date. And he just picks up the tab <sighs> because he's a nice person. I'm not saying you have to pick up the tab. No, I'm just but, as happy to pick up the tab. Yeah. But just that somebody would make the gesture. Oh, yeah. It's I've so never sweet. once had a boyfriend who picked up the tab. Oh, yeah. I always pick up the tab um, almost as, as like a panic reflex because I don't want there to be that moment where everybody's like, oh, and I'm like, I'll just pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I hate that moment so much. And, I, and also because I'm always kind of like, I'm always like, I know I can afford it. So why don't I just here? I'll just do this. Like I, I budgeted for this here. 
But yeah, right. I hate that. Yeah, I hate and that I moment. feel like because I'm a really generous person, as you are a generous person, and you don't, you're never gonna, you're not keeping tabs, you're not keeping track, you're me. not, take, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> like marking down points. Yeah, I pick up the tab all the time, and it's just, I, I very much appreciate somebody who, also, yeah. who's the mindset that I can. Get who this also one. is generous. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then not going to be like, well. Well, you know, I did pay for that dinner with you and your sister, so you owe me uh, $38. Just right. So we're or just even square. bring it up and make, make you feel uncomfortable about it. Um, like. my, ex, uh, <laughs> my ex's family, and I won't say who, because I know a, for some reason some of his family still listens to my podcast. <laughs> Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, one of them was married to, is married to a woman who they were they were so she was so nickel and dimey about that stuff when they even when they're dating but now even that they're together um that she she would literally do that where she would be like well I you had a tea and I didn't I only had water so you owe me a dollar 25 for that and like would bring it up later like when they were doing something but but when she would go to pay for the meal would be very like oh I've got this but then later would be like well you do owe me 750 for that burrito and Oh, so giving the impression of yeah. generosity. So being like, I've got it. Let me do that. And like, she would do it to us too, where she'd be like, oh, let us get lunch. And we'd be like, oh my gosh, how thoughtful. Thank you. And then later we'd be somewhere and, you know, she'd be like, oh, well, you know, you still owe me seven fifty, So, ha huh? And you'd be like, and she'd bring it up over and over until I'd be like, do you want me to just fucking give you the seven fifty? Like you offered. <laughs> and it was so, oh. Yeah. That's really weird. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm super happy for you and you're glowing. You, you you seem very happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still a really jaded, bitter, <laughs> anxious I love that person with a lot of baggage. Yeah. But today, I'm feeling really good. Good. Really positive. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'll be calling you later. Weeping? No, I don't think so. I think you guys are... I don't know. It's a, it's a good run. It's so it's far. Been a, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. So really you can't say much. But the, no. the signs are good, which I yeah. have to say has not been the case. No. At this stage in a relationship, two weeks in, You never in. told me anything about a man before that made me feel positive. <laughs> <laughs> Usually you'll be like... That's the, because there was nothing positive. <laughs> Usually from the very beginning you'll be describing them and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> okay. Well, that's probably going to come up. Yeah. But yeah. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it always comes up. And that's the thing. I'm really, it's not like I'm oblivious to all of the red flags. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have my head in the sand. No, you're about, not a blinder, you know, you're not like Pollyanna. I'm always it. just like, oh, I can work with that probably. Mm-hmm. You love a challenge. Yeah. That's your problem. <laughs> Usually you're like, I'm like, I yeah. got this. I can fix it. You're like, that's okay. It's okay. Order, I'm a good cleaner. <laughs> um, I had two people in Denver um, who are listeners the sweetest couple, and they grabbed me, and they were like, if Jocelyn doesn't tell the how she was murdered story <laughs> soon, we're going to flip out. And I was you like, know what oh, I think shit. it should just be forever that we just talk about it, that I'm going to talk about it. Oh, God, just no. never talk about it. But, like, yeah. you just brought up the hoarder thing. She not only has an almost murdered story, she has this hoarder story that will burn down this fucking podcast studio bedroom area. It's the best. Yeah, the next time we do a podcast, you need to tell one of those stories because it's just too. Uh, people have been like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> tell, 
And actually, it was very sweet. I met um, several yeah, people. Yeah, that's so nice. One guy I said promise. that he started listening to our podcast and loved it so much that then he made his wife listen to them. And they listened to them um, partly on a drive, but then also when they were eating dinner, they would sit together and eat dinner while they listened to us. And it was like have, like hanging out with us. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. I'm like, who the fuck wants to hang out with us? That's amazing. <laughs> that's why we do this podcast. <laughs> no, but you're like, I was like, you're loud. <laughs> No, no, thank you. But I you're kind of crude. You're and... crude and loud and so yeah, kind angry. Of judgy. <laughs> Melanie and Flip yeah. and Fala, she loves us. What uh, was I going to say about Melanie Flip and Fala? Oh, we were going to talk about the fact that you bought the James Taylor oh, album yeah. when you went to Denver. I did. And you were I all mellowed. fire and rain. And oh, man, I mellowed hard. James. I mellowed hard in Denver. <laughs> and I was like, oh, guess what? Me and Melanie from Falwell went to two, count them, two James Taylor concerts in high school. Did you go to the Nampa, Idaho Center? Is that where you saw him? We saw him at the Nampa, Idaho Center, but we also saw him in Boise at the Pavilion. Not the Pavilion. What's the big one that they mm. used to have? It was like the, it was like a big show. The Morrison Center? The Morrison. No. No, it wasn't that. It was the Pavilion. The Pavilion. Because guess what? I went to both of those two. <laughs> With my parents, both times I went with to see James Taylor, 100% authentically. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, all in. Huge fan. Huge fan. And went to see him two times. Thought it was great. My God. What a voice. What a storyteller. Fucking love James Taylor. I remember... Um, Agree. I would just listen to his records all the time. And I remember... Because he was gorgeous when he was younger. Yeah. Like. Uh, that one album has him. The lanky and the floppy and the hair. long hair. And then when I saw him in the concert that first time, I was like, well, he is bald now. So I was not expecting he's that. He's very old. Yes, he's very old. <laughs> this album cover seems to be a little dated from 74 or whatever. Do you know what I learned from James Taylor that I bring around, bring out every year? He said, because um, the concert was on the 1st of May, and he said, hooray, hooray, the 1st yes! of May. Outdoor After fucking starts, starts today. today, which my parents have been saying to me way since I was way too young, and I never understood what that was. And then at that that concert, he said that, yeah. and my parents were like, "Wow!" and like cheering. And then I was like, "Wait, you guys didn't come up with that? That's not your thing." And my mom's like, "No, he always says it." Yeah. And I was so both appalled, but then also like, "You guys didn't even come up with that." Yeah, that, right, I, I right. have like a yeah. I always have just like a little warm feeling. I'm like, oh, it's May first. Yeah, Yay! my mom, my mom calls me every May first and is like, well, you know, <laughs> hooray, hooray, the first of May, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop we it. used to have a competition, Go Melanie and I, to see who could say it to who would remember first to oh, say it to the other. I can't wait like... to beat you guys this year, <laughs> both of you. But now year. I just post it on Facebook, and because she's like a mom who has, you know. She has um, a little more restraint about yeah. things that she posts on social media. Oh, I thought you meant because now she fucks indoors because she's a mom. <laughs> I was going to be like, you don't know us. You, we can fuck outside too. <laughs> no, I mean, she's just not like blathering loudly like yeah. I am yeah. on social media. Yeah. So I think I beat her to the punch every day. Every time. I saw you post it this year and I was so like, huh? Yeah. Hooray, yeah. hooray. Thank you, James Taylor. We should make, we should make one for um, like... Um, October, Flocktober, Outdoor, fucking is done. (laughs) It's done, it's cold. It'd be more like November. Yeah. Remember, remember, you're fucking inside for November. I'm going to call my mom on November 1st and say that. Do it. Perfect. 
Yeah. So that was fun. I you reminded me of that. I love and that. And how yeah, unashamed un I've fire and I've seen a rain. <laughs> oh, I still love him so much. I love a singer songwriter, I have me to say. Too. It really is my favorite genre. Something in the way she moves. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Ah. So good. I know I, I bought James Taylor and then I bought a Lionel Richie album oh. and I just mellowed out, man. I just mellowed the whole That's time. So mellow. I was just like, you know what? Because I'm truly... Some easy listening. I was doing a lot of easy <laughs> listening. Well, everybody else smokes pot in Denver, and I didn't, and so instead... That's I That's equivalent. It's pretty much like a whole album of Lionel Richie, and you are laid out. You are done for the night. It was so, so great. That is great. I'm glad. Everybody needs Every, a thing. I, it's funny. People are always like, why don't you smoke pot? Why don't you smoke pot? And like... I'm, I, it's not that I even don't. I just haven't started again. Like, I haven't done it since I was a teenager, you know? And so everybody in Denver is like, come on, try it, try it. And I, it's like, I feel like it's a funny thing because I've been like, yeah, maybe I will someday. But I'm never in a situation where, like, I'm always, like, surrounded by strangers. Like, you know, I, I right. did um, Doug Loves Movies again in Denver, and it was, which was a total blast. But everybody afterwards was, like, handing me joints and stuff. And I was like, no, thank you, no, thank you. And like... But this would be a perfect time to try. And I'm like, this would be the most panic-inducing. I'm surrounded by 50 to 60 people I don't know out in an alley. I was like, this is the worst place you could possibly get me to smoke pot again. I don't know. Well, and the pot's different now. It's and I so feel like... complicated. Yeah. I, I'm like, I I could do it when it was like ditch weed. Yeah. In, in you know, in high school yeah. and college. Like, like, that's what I was up for. Now yeah. it's just all of these like really high end strains that are strong, so and, fancy. Like, yeah, and you have and to like all these pick ways what kind to do of them, a... and you yeah, you got like your vape pens and you got your edibles, and it's all so I'm busy. I'm I'm tired. I'm my, I think it's a lot like video games for me, where I've never done anything not compulsively in my whole life, and so I've been like, when I'm rich and famous, then I can smoke pot and play video games again because I know right now that I, I'm like that probably wouldn't be the best avenue for me to start exploring you know yeah it's funny because I'm not uh I have no addiction tendencies whatsoever like I smoked for years and years and years and then I just stopped mm -hmm. and um I don't crave things like that um and I smoke tons of pot tons and I just it's just like I did it and I have no interest in it anymore like it doesn't even intrigue me in the least you know I'll have a glass of white wine yeah you know and that's I can't drink either. Everything I do, I do it all the way. Yeah. See, I just do everything so moderately in a really <laughs> boring way. You know? Really, the only things I crave are like, you know, I'll get a real I'm wild like, hair for a pickle. You know? <laughs> See, and I would eat like 15 pickles. I'm like that James Taylor. I'm a steamroller, baby. You know? Like... <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to quote a James Taylor song there. It's the only one I could think of. <laughs> yeah. So... Anyway, well, I'm glad you didn't. No, because I, that would be. It's more kind it's, of, a, kind it's of a out of character for you, which then I'd be like, "What else is going? What on? else is what's going on with you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that's more why I haven't done it is just because I feel like it would worry people. That's why I haven't <laughs> it done it. It would worry me. Yeah, not it would because worry I Dylan. have a problem with people smoking pot at all. No, just that you would be you would have done that, and then I would be like, yeah, oh. things are really changing for her. Like she's going through something. Yeah, that's like she's behaving in a way that is not normal to her. Yeah, that's what my counselor. He asked if I ever was tempted to smoke pot down there, and I was like, not really. And he was like, well, you know, have you considered, you know, do you think about trying it? And I was like, 
Yeah, but, you know, it's like, it's the kind of thing that the fact that I don't really care means I could probably do it. But then it's a paradox of, like, well, then don't ever do it, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm just not ever probably going to smoke pot. I have gotten hotboxed accidentally several times just hanging out with stoners and then been like, am I talking too much? <laughs> and then I'm immediately like, oh, right, I don't even like being a tiny bit stoned because it makes me so self-conscious. And I'm just like, everybody hates me here. Oh, God. The, so. la- the last time I got stoned was when I was living still in Tucson and I was dating this guy who I was totally in love with and he was real lukewarm about me. And I got this free trip to Sedona and I really, really wanted him to go with me, but I had to work it. I had to like convince mm-hmm. him to go, which, you know, puts me in this kind of vulnerable spot. And so like, I wanted it to be a great trip for him and him have a really wonderful time for us to really hit it off. But that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so we, we smoked pot and it was such a bad experience because I was trying so hard to be like this super fun hostess girl in this town. And, mm. But then I was, everything that I was doing, I was like, you know, reading into it and second guessing and then feeling super self-conscious because I was like, I'm not even being myself. And, oh, it was just the most disingenuous behavior. And so that was kind of the last time when I was like, oh yeah, I don't, I'm already neurotic and nervous and self-aware and like all these things and talk too much. Yeah. So... This is where yeah. one of my, my pothead friends would be like, man, you just got to stay away from Indica, man. You just got to go with a sweet sativa. And yeah, I, yeah. I've i been around enough potheads that I know that, even though I don't smoke pot. I'm like, well, it sounds to me like you went with an Indica, and that's a real thinky one. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't care. Like, yeah. You know, I just don't need any help to be my worst self. Yeah. Like, I'm already my worst self, so we'll just go with the that. Only reason I, the only reason I do miss it is because I when we would do it, we would just sit and just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And I would do, I did always have a really good time. But that was the like ditch weed, the light. That was the ditch weed. Yeah. Well, and when I did it, when I was a teenager, um, me and my best friend would steal weed from her dad. And then one day we were driving home and we stopped at a stop sign and we, he was stoned and we were stoned and we were waiting for the stop sign to change, like for the light to change. And then finally we realized we had been there for like 10 minutes and like we all started laughing. And then he was like, are you guys stoned? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, me too. And we were like, yeah, we're all stoned. And then he was like, have you been stealing my weed? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, cool. Cause I laced that shit with PCP. <gasps> Do you think he just told you that? No, it? no. Because it made sense. Um, because every time I would smoke someone else's pot, I'd be like, what is this? And I would think it was, I thought pot was so boring. Like other people's pot, I just thought was so dull. And when, and on his, like, it made you like want to run and run and fight and fight and like, yeah, fuck yeah, pot. And, and like, you would just, we would just like laugh and laugh, but like be super active and it made, it made more sense later. It also made sense why um, I had a near heart attack watching The Shining when we smoked his weed. We were watching The Shining and I was like, fuck, it's so intense. And then I went back and watched it later. I was like, it's just a movie. It's yeah, I'm really movie. loving, loving, loving a lot of movies that I'm like yeah. questioning later. Like, Davis really? Head to America? Like, yeah, like, I thought that was yeah. an amazing movie. <laughs> huh. Also, that pizza was so good. Oh my God, the so best. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do 
like I remember just being really chill and mellow and like sitting around and laughing and every that's when people first started saying you are so funny you are so yeah. funny and then I kind of thought I was funny See, we should not pop together <laughs> we would have so much fun <gasps> okay we're gonna do one episode eventually where we smoke pot and then we make an episode and we're gonna be so funny but we're not gonna tell you beforehand which episode nope, it is. you'll never know you'll always be like jesus was that, that it, it? <laughs> that'll leave us an out for that our, would be we would have maybe for our most... one year anniversary <gasps> that'd be so fun in fact you know it's funny because people are always like who would you smoke pot with like i've had lots of friends who've tried to get me to smoke with them and i've been like no, nah, I wouldn't smoke with you. And they've been like, who would you? Who would you? And honestly, I think you're the only person. I think you're the only person. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Because I have no desire. Anybody any else I would feel like, so th- self-conscious with. Because yeah. the whole time I would have that, like, are they judging me for being high? Are they mad at me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or like, whatever. And with you, I, we would just laugh and laugh and laugh about dicks the whole time. <laughs> It'd just be no different. It'd be just the podcast. We'd be like, oh, this doesn't affect That's us in I mean. any like, way. Nobody's actually going to be able to tell because it sort of sounds like we're stoned all the time. We'd be like, you jump topics a lot. <laughs> Jocelyn, stay on your mic. What are you doing? <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Guess what? We're stoned right now. Uh, this is actually <laughs> a weird podcast. Perfect. Yeah. Huh. That's uh. an interesting thought. Hadn't considered it. Yeah, I it may I finally know when people are like, why don't you smoke pot? I'll be like, I'm saving it for Jocelyn. <laughs> oh, I could be your like, uh, what is that? Um, I could break your re virginity. Yeah, you could. My, what is that? I'm trying to think of a specific word, which I will not be able to think of. Where you break a person's virginity? Well, again? you know, when somebody is a born again virgin. Oh, a born again virgin. You know, those... I was kind of like that, but it was an accident because my hymen was so thick, Jocelyn, <laughs> that I had sex with a fella named Shad who uh, thought he was an elf and dressed like an elf. And uh, that's why I lost my virginity, too. And my hymen was my hymen was so thick that all he could do was just make me bleed a whole bunch. And we didn't really oh, have shit. like we kind of had sex, but it wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> go all the way. And um, I later years later, I realized I learned that I had. There's a medical term for it where it's just called, it's basically serious hymen. And usually you have to go in and have it removed or cut because it's so, it's impossible. But I was so fucking determined that I made this poor guy just fuck the shit just out of Just break you. this poor hymen. And then he was like, oh, and I bled like you wouldn't believe. Oh my God. Like you had killed a fucking pig in that bed. I bled everywhere. And then I had to rehab my boyfriend. Uh, Dick Majors. Uh, I'm going to use the whole name and we're not believing it because how amazing is it that I lost my second virginity, my born again virginity to Dick Majors. Um, And he had to redo it and I bled again and, and it was so serious that I had, I lost my virginity to two fellas. Lucky. I know. Actually, I was so desperate to lose my virginity. I was like, please, anyone just take it. Take it. Take it. Get rid of yeah. it. Um, Well, that's funny because, okay, so I don't remember Dave from high school, but I mean, I remember him vaguely. Yeah. But he, we were having a conversation and he, and I was like, well, what do you remember? And he's like, well, you know how there's a story about everybody in high school, like that person's story that that is that most people associate with that person. And I was like, well, what was my story? I had no idea. And he said that my story was that uh, I broke my ribs during rough sex. Ooh. And that was the rumor, the gossip going around. That's a good about rumor. Me. And I was like, what? That is amazing. Because I was like student government girl. Yeah. Like political philosophy. Like I was in art and I always had a boyfriend. 
Um, but I certainly didn't think that other people were talking about my rough sex life. Yeah. And that that was the thing that was making an impression that on people. That is a great room. I'm so jealous of <laughs> Not that. true at all. No. I did have maybe, I had some damage to my ribs that was because of a really bad coughing fit I had during an extended <laughs> pneumonia. Dark. <laughs> That's but so great. the fact that it somehow got twisted, yeah. that there's people out there, like Dave, who thought, yeah. No, you shouldn't he's have corrected like, that. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it was really hot because you were like the smart girl, but slutty. I was like, that is always what I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. That, absolutely. That's the ultimate. That's exactly what you're <laughs> And doing. I didn't even know that in you high didn't school. Even know. I that's was who you smart were. Slutty girl. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway. I, w- I don't know what the rumor was about me. Well, you got to go find somebody well, who knew you. I think I can because um, somebody just posted my that I'm headlining the club here in my, um, 19, my 1998 class, you know, class of 1998 high school group on Facebook. And somebody was like, look, Emma Arnold, she's a comedian now. She's head, she's working the See, club the key, here. though, is to find somebody who wasn't your friend. Oh, I don't have any friends from then. <laughs> no, I mean, because, like, I could ask Melanie, but Melanie would never know what my story was. Yeah, oh, okay. Because she wasn't mm-hmm. on the gossip train about me. Okay. She actually knew me as a person. So you have to know somebody, you have to ask somebody who's, like, peripheral. Well, I'll ask one to, of these high school kids who, yeah. who comes to my show. Yeah. Like, what were you guys saying about me? And they'd be like, nobody knew who you were. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. And you were just the weird girl who wore green men's leisure suits to class all the time and... But that would be Spoke interesting. Spoke very so, eloquently. See, that's what you think. The only thing, the only other thing that I ever knew that people said about me, which I was surprised to hear, was I had a particularly uh, revealing pink, hot, hot, hot pink um, top. Yeah, that was like made out, It was made out of like a fluorescent reflective scuba material. That's amazing. <laughs> I love you so much. I had that shirt for years. It was insanely Would weird. Would you find it and post a pic, like I, a picture, a similar picture on the Facebook? Because I feel like people need to understand. I know what you're talking about, but maybe some of the younger kids don't know that what that was. Yeah, and I would wear it with camouflage pants. No, you God, yes. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, Idaho. So I remember somebody like many years later being like, "Oh, you're that girl that had that pink shirt." <laughs> remembered your shirt yeah i was apparently famous for that pink shirt which i'm glad it was a fucking statement that's a that's an insane statement like what does that shirt even say i think that's what i was saying with that shirt yeah what 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 yeah (laughs) bring it everybody remembered me because they're like weren't you the girl who talked about female genital mutilation at mock un (laughs) i was like oh several times (laughs) Uh, i've always been passionate about women's rights and and every time we would do a mock un i would uh, bring it up as a as a movement, and everybody would be like, "Gross! What's wrong with you?" And I would I would um, be like, "It's similar to cutting the tip off of it," and I would just like terrify everybody. And then also, I belly danced, and so at several school assemblies, I belly danced. Oh, those rather nakedly. So oh God! And people are like, "Didn't you belly dance?" And I'm like, mm, "I don't think so. No, that doesn't sound like me. I was." pretty clothed during most of high school yeah so i think we should have uh, i think you should take um 
a recorder, maybe your phone. Yeah. And um, get some interview feedback. Get some answers. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I think it would be... What I always find is that the things that people remember you are never the things that you think you would be remembered for. That's... Yeah. Or people see you so differently yeah. than the person that you are. You know, I had... There was a woman about five years ago who I had gone to high school with who I kind of barely remembered who asked to have lunch with me. And we went out to lunch and she was just some Mormon lady and... Like, I didn't, I, I remembered her, but I didn't really remember her very well. And she was like, you were so mean to me in high school, <gasps> which I was not the kind of, like, I was not a mean kid. Like, I was just a choir nerd. And she was like, you hated me and you were so mean to me. And, like, you broke my heart every day. You would just, like, make fun of me. Wow. <laughs> but the best part of this story is, is not that I, like, had remorse and apologized. It was as we were sitting there talking I did start to remember her, and I was like, oh, you were the fucking worst. Oh, my God, I do remember you used to carry around a skateboard, and you didn't even skateboard. You were such a piece of shit. Oh. And then she, like, um, she tried to convert me, like, towards to Mormonism toward the end of the meal, and I was She's like, yeah, yeah, I was you. right. You were the fucking worst. Oh. You were awful. You were always awful. Blah. And I was like, why? and she was like, why didn't you like me? And at first I was like, I you're unlikable. <laughs> at first I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that I had done that. And then it clearly stuck with you. And I apologize. And I'm so sorry. But like halfway through the meal, I was like, oh, yeah. And now I'm remembering you used to steal my style. And like you would do shit that I did. And you were always copycatting me. Yeah, I remember you. I don't fucking like you. So. Yeah, yeah. isn't that funny? I actually um, am pretty impressed with my ability to discern who's good and bad in high school and look yeah. back and be like, oh, yeah, I was totally right. I it wasn't just an arbitrary feeling. You yeah. were you were, you crap were the pile. worst. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because there are a couple, you know, there are a couple of hot, hotty football players who didn't pay old Emma Arnold a whole lot of mind in high school. And maybe they'll come now to the show now and fast. I can be like, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they are. They're okay, playing. so which show is this? Oh. I'm coming. I am headlining Liquid Laughs in Boise, September 22nd through 25th. And it's my first time headlining my home club, and <laughs> I'm super excited for it. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm. it'd be super great if we could pack in those shows and make them real full so that uh Well, I'll in. do my part, but I fun. still only take up one chair. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who do you do you hate anybody this week? Did you hate anybody? Oh, I'm just gone? riding the positive vibes. You right are. Now, We've like switched places. Happens. I hate everything and everyone, and you're just all like, "Girls, let it go, let it go." I did not say I let it go. Okay. I was like, you you are totally justified in everything that you're that's feeling true. right now, and I think you should just feel free to vent all over me because usually that's, <laughs> that's usually that's me do like. Emma, you're not going to believe. I just can't even deal. I'm so horrible. <laughs> so depressed. And I'm like, oh, a pumpkin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So well, let I have, me do my part. I have two people I hate. Yes. Both of them from yesterday when I was traveling. And I'm a very cool traveler. I don't get mad about travel delays. I don't get stressed out. Like, And I people who hate airports and stuff, I never get it because I'm like, like, who cares? You're just, it's, you know, you're just traveling. Shit happens. But yesterday... I was at the Salt Lake Airport and my phone was almost dead, so I plugged it in over, like, on the little thing, and then I went and sat back down, and I was just sitting there working on my laptop and eating my lunch and stuff, and then they started to board my flight, so I went to go get my phone, and 
When I got over there, I my phone was unplugged, and someone else's phone and laptop were plugged in. It was this dude. And I, like, looked over, and I was super confused. And so I was just like, wait. Um, and he was sitting right there on his laptop. And I was like, did you unplug my phone? And he looked up at me with the brightest, happiest smile and was like, yeah. And then went back to working. And I was so shocked by it that I couldn't, like, I didn't even like if he had been like rude and been like yeah I fucking unplugged it that I couldn't even come up with a response I just was like whoa that was pretty brilliant of him actually I know. <laughs> so I I was like oh well maybe my phone was all the way charged so I grab it no it's at six percent so he clearly like right away went over unplugged my phone to plug in his laptop and his phone wow. I have never experienced that kind of rudeness in my life I didn't know a person existed in the world who could mm. unplug somebody's shit and plug in both of their things and then with a smile be like yeah fuck you not even fuck you jocelyn there wasn't even a fuck you in his eyes it yeah. was just yeah and i was like what kind of world do you fucking live in man it what was crazy monster yeah he was a monster um so then still reeling from that <laughs> <laughs> i flew to boise and um when i got to boise there was a very, I was walking down, you know, towards the baggage claim, very good looking guy pushing an, an older woman, like in her 80s, in a wheelchair. And the guy, um, it, you know, the fact that he was good looking. What a monster. <laughs> I know. The guy, the, the fact that he was good looking was, it's neither here nor there. I just wanted you to know that oh, he Oh, it's was, here. It's okay. Very handsome man. Pushing, pushing this older woman. And I was kind of, I was walking right behind him. And I was kind of like, oh, that's sweet. That's like her grandson or something. He turns to the guy walking next to him and is like, hey, are you going to baggage claim? And the guy's like, what? Yeah, maybe. Why? And he's like, can you push her out towards baggage claim? She's meeting her son. And and he was like, no. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, no, no, you don't have to take her anywhere. Just push her. All you have to do is push her out through the doors. He's like, I'm about to miss my flight. Can you push her all the way? And he's like, no. Mm-mm. And just keeps walking. And you can see the guy is, like, shocked because nobody would expect that answer. And the guy's like, nope, I'm not doing that. And just keeps walking. So I run up. And I'm wearing high heels, by the way. And I'm like, I've got it. I'll push her. And he was like, really? Are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm about to miss my flight. And he's like, she just needed help. And I'm like, yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. So he takes off. Um, and then the old, the older woman, she's like, and she's clearly incapacitated, right? Like, she cannot just get up and walk. She goes, oh, he was so sweet. They forgot me at the gate. They didn't send anybody to push her wheelchair. She's like, they forgot me at the gate. So I was just scooting my little feet along trying to oh, pull my wheelchair. He came out of the bathroom and saw me and was going to push me, but he was worried he's going to miss his flight because they were boarding. So he saw, he's not related to her, doesn't know her in any way, just saw a woman struggling, grabbed her, was going to push her all the way out, then was like, oh, can you help me? And that guy was like, nah, nah, I don't push old ladies. Get fucked. And I was like, what the fuck? So I pushed her out and her son and her grandkids were right there. And I pushed her over and she was like, thank you so much. And so I was like, well, maybe the guy's in a huge hurry. Like maybe he's like about to. No, he's standing there on his phone, right? Yeah. No. So then I cut to the baggage area. He's standing there on his fucking phone, like just like on Twitter or whatever. We have Facebooking. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? And I, and I, you know, you know me, I'm not, of course, going to not say anything. So. I just walked over, I like kind of went over and then was just standing there looking at him. No shame. No shame at all. Like what didn't look at me and be like, whoa, there's the lady who pushed the wheelchair in her high heels because I, and the other thing was while I was pushing her, he was walking right along beside me. So he could have at any time been like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't understand and helped out. He just was like, no, nah, doesn't involve me. 
I tell you, I didn't realize those kind of people existed in the world. I think I've been very naive up until now. And I, if you told me that those people were out there, I'm like, no, I don't think so. People are basically good. I don't believe that people are basically good. Well, it dented (laughs) my faith. I know they kept trying to tell us that with the Anne Frank diary. But (laughs) But she'd never been to an airport, so (laughs) there you go. Yeah, and I always think kind of the, the, uh, the end of that story proves that people aren't actually super duper (laughs) they're pretty bad yeah well that's discouraging i was kind of crazy it was one of those where you're like wow i my immediate go-to actually is always with the phone guy i was like maybe he was autistic because that's that's actually what i was gonna say yeah it's like maybe he was autistic because that's the kind of thing i could totally see calvin unplugging someone's phone and plugging his laptop in and then being like what the fuck are you doing and he's like my laptop was what (laughs) And it's just, it's that lack of, you know, empathy thing sometimes. So, phone guy I'm willing to make a bend on. But this other dude, I don't know. Yeah, what a dick. A special place in hell for couple, those people. Couple of engineers, probably. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I love engineers. <laughs> or at least one. At least one, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's so good to see you again. You sound a little bit better. I did. You were right. You said I just needed to vent, and you were right. I just needed to vent a little. Yeah. Know me so well. <laughs> yes, I do. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and um, we'll make another one of these. I'm home for three friggin' Yay! Days. I'm so excited. That's really exciting. I, I'm yeah. very happy. All right. Love, Love you. you. Bye. Bye.